Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf flow, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, good morning everybody, we're here. Studio is working. A lot of rain out there, but the uh, everything's uh, working here today, and uh, that's good news uh, for us here on this Sunday show. We welcome you to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Sunday. It is the 20th day of August 2023, and uh, by the time we get a few more days down the road, it'll be historic, that's for sure. First time ever. In this part of the country, we're getting a hurricane and a tropical storm warning, and that's what we're under right now. So here in Las Vegas, about 10 minutes after 8 a.m. Pacific time on Sunday morning, the 20th day of August, your date 8202023, we are under a uh, warning of uh, what they call potentially catastrophic flooding. So here's the deal. The uh, Hurricane Hillary is making its way to Southern California. And it will dump a lot of rain, et cetera, there. The the trajectory at the moment is going right through uh, San Diego, Los Angeles, et cetera, making its way up to the uh, western part, central part of uh, California. And with because this storm is about 500 miles wide from uh, end to end, as the uh, center passes over Southern California, we're getting a lot of rain a lot of rain fast here in Las Vegas and the uh, Nevada and Arizona and parts of Utah. And so the next uh, next hours and the uh, next day, day and a half, is going to be a lot of rain here. So everybody out there that's listening to us within this area, prepare, prepare, prepare. We just got off the phone with uh, John Lendo. He's not going to make it with us today. Of course, Del Mar has been canceled. John is preparing at his home for the hurricane that's uh, just hours away from hitting it uh, there in his location. So, on today's racing show, we do not have racing in Southern California. Del Mar has been ch- canceled, and so has Los Alamitos. And at the moment here in Las Vegas, with 12 minutes after 8 a.m., the skies are all gray and ominous. There's been rain in portions of uh, the city and other portions that haven't, but you know it's coming. We expect uh, this storm to hit us later on today. Severe weather alerts, flood watch here um, until Monday at 5 p.m. And uh, right now it's 68 degrees and showers in places. And uh, we're going to get up to uh, a high today of 75. 
so at least it cooled down a little bit. And we're going to be under the uh, the uh, flood watch and all the uh, warnings uh, until uh, late Monday here in Las Vegas. And, of course, in Southern California, they're bracing. And so that's the way it goes there. Now, back to horse racing for us. It's always fast, firm, and perfect in our race books. And, of course, around the country, the weather is looking okay outside of uh, Southern California, Nevada, and Arizona, parts of Utah. And it's going to make its way all the way up into uh, Idaho as well. This thing's going to go right up through there. But it's going to dissipate into uh, heavy rain and then uh, just showers as it moves over land. So keep that in mind. Uh, The Midwest and uh, all the East Coast, for the most part, is uh, pretty well clear and good. Uh, A little bit more action with a little bit of uh, rain, etc. in the uh, southern part of Florida on the uh, eastern southern part of Florida and the Gulf. But outside of that, everything else looks pretty darn good for racing today. As far as Saratoga is concerned, the track is fast and the turf courses are labeled good. The Mellon turf course labeled good. The inner turf course labeled good. The only race coming off the turf course, there were five scheduled today at uh, Saratoga. Only one race coming off the turf course. That'll be the ninth race. And the ninth race will be run at one mile now on the main track. So Saratoga, uh, the ninth race goes from a mile and 16th on the inner turf to a mile on the main track. The other turf races will stay. Races one and four will stay on the Mellon turf course. Races three and six will stay on the inner turf course. And as I say, they have labeled the turf courses good both. And the track is labeled fast, and it's about uh, cloudy and 72 degrees. So it's uh, good weather there at Saratoga. Now, the big racing of today comes north of the border at Woodbine. They'll have a fantastic card today at Woodbine. So uh, for those of you who are kind of uh, taking a little bit of a, you know, withdrawal, don't worry about it. You just have to get started a little bit earlier because Woodbine has a 13 race card, a blockbuster 13 race card today. And it'll start at 9 a.m. Pacific time, 9 a.m., five stakes races. And, of course, the centerpiece is the $1 million King's Plate, a grade one at a mile and a quarter for three-year-olds. And it is not a uh, – <clears throat> it's uh, for for the um, uh, the Canadian breads, but it's going to be a heck of a race. Nineteen were entered, so we'll get some of the late scratches that happen. I can tell you that uh, Clocker – Ernie Perry, in his report, he has two horses in this race we're going to give you on his clocker report because he thinks this is a race rich, rich in returns if he can figure out uh, the uh, the formula. And, of course, he'll have, another, uh, he'll have another selection in an earlier stakes race. Along with that, we have Gino Buccolo, who's going to be with us later on. He uh, has been with us several times before covering Woodbine. He's done a fantastic job. We're going to rely on him today to go over the Woodbine races as well. So we got Gino standing by. We got Ernie's picks. Jonathan Hardoon came with another winner for us yesterday. Yeah, he did. Jonathan Hardoon came with a, a winner yesterday at uh, Del Mar. Gave us the 10th and final race winner there, Tio Magico, paying $6 even. Jerry J came with the winner of the Del Mar Oaks. And Anaset and linked up with a, a, his one of link up horses, the dollar exact to pay nine forty. So our handicappers cooled off a little, but boy, they were red hot. I mean, you had you had to know they were going to cool off a little bit. But uh, we'll get some more selections from the guys today. 
Um, so we're going to have uh, Jonathan's picks as well, along with Ernie's picks. Then Jerry Jackowitz, of course, will stop by. Rich Yang's going to be by because he's doing a Monmouth uh, sheet instead of Del Mar. He's going to be doing a Monmouth Park sheet. And, of course, as I say, we'll have Gino. But uh, John Lindo is preparing in Southern California right now for the upcoming uh, storm that's uh, hours away now in Southern California, okay? There have been some post-time changes at uh, Saratoga. Comes in the later races. Uh, the seventh race, uh, they're going to extend a couple of more minutes. The eighth race, they're going to extend two minutes. The ninth race, they're going to s- extend two minutes. And the tenth race. So the scheduled post times for the seventh, eighth, and ninth races at Saratoga will add two minutes to the scheduled post time now. Okay? That's at Santa Anita. Uh, yesterday was really kind of an awards day at Del Mar. It was really neat. And I got to tell you, you talk about the, the old-time jockeys, etc. How about this? Pat Valenzuela is actually working on the backstretch. He's, um, you know, taking care of horses, helping out in the stables. P-Val. How about that? Now, Fernando Toro, who was elected to the Horse Racing Hall of Fame, uh, could not make the trip to Saratoga for the presentation of his plaque. So they sent it out to Del Mar, and they made that presentation to Fernando Toro yesterday in the winner's circle at Del Mar. And Trevor Denman got his uh, award, the Lafitte Pinkai Award, also yesterday in the winner's circle at Del Mar. So you had uh, Toro sitting there, you had uh, Lafitte Pinkai, you had Trevor Denman. What a group. And what a recognition of awards yesterday at Del Mar. We congratulate them all. And uh, it's kind of unusual to see, have a Pat Valenzuela sighting. And, uh, I guess everyone else would be at Del Mar, yes, huh? Anyhow, some uh, news to report that isn't so hot. The multiple grade one winner, Cave Rock, has been euthanized. Now, this is the second horse this week. We had our collector earlier, you remember, he was working out, etc., came down with laminitis, hit him real fast. He was euthanized. Now they say uh, Cave Rock, remember, he was one of the leading two-year-olds of 2022, was euthanized Friday from the effects of laminitis as well. So we're looking at two horses that were in training on the racetrack that contracted uh, laminitis. And are now gone, like that, in the snap of a finger. It is a shame, but uh, Cave Rock also succumbed to the terrible, terrible disease of laminitis. Mm. Now, he didn't race this year. And he was in light training last month when he was sent to San Diego, the equine uh, clinic, for uh, to be treated for colic. And he underwent surgery for the initial showed signs of recovery before his condition uh, deteriorated to the point now that he uh, contracted laminitis and has been euthanized. He's uh, one of the uh, earlier sons of Arrogate. Won three of four starts and earned 748000 in 2022. Two grade one races, by the way. Won the Del Mar Futurity and the American Pharaoh Stakes. In 22. Cave Rock now gone as well. Mm. All righty. 
And don't forget, after this weekend, after the storms pass and everything, we're going to have a glorious next Saturday. Because next Saturday is, yes it is, it's time for the Traverse Stakes. And right now we have all three separate Triple Crown winners, Derby winner Mage, and of course you have the uh, Preakness winner, National Treasure, and you've got the Belmont winner, Archangelo, all set and ready for the summit in the Midsummer Derby to settle it. And the one horse that's going to be the favorite is going to try and knock them all out. And you know about his trials and tribulations through the Triple Crown is for Forte, who will be the favorite in that race. That's going to be a blockbuster. But along the way, on Traverse Day, you'll have other stakes races. The Ballerina, a grade one. Okay, for the Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up. Breeders' Cup winning your in-race. The Four Go, a grade one. This is for four-year-olds and up at seven furlongs. The H. Allen Jerkins Memorial, a grade one, for three-year-olds at seven furlongs. And the Sword Dancer, a grade one on the turf at a mile and a half. That's also a Breeders' Cup winning your in-race. In addition to the Travers, a grade one for a million two hundred fifty thousand for the three-year-olds at a mile and a quarter. So that's going to be a goodie there. No question about it next Saturday at Saratoga. And uh, coming up on Friday, uh, there's going to be all sorts of uh, great races at Charlestown, including the $1 million Charlestown Classic, a great two for three-year-olds and up at a mile and one-eighth. And that's, uh, that's coming your way on Friday. So we have a lot of good stuff to to go for. And, of course, we got that big racing card today at Woodbine. And, uh, of course, we'll be looking at Saratoga today, right? Sure we will. Come on. Got the Bolton Landing today at Saratoga. All righty. We'll be right back to uh, start negotiating through this uh, pre-storm 100-year event weekend here in Vegas. Always fast, firm, and perfect in the book, though. We'll be right back. The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. 
Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty back on race day las vegas taking a look at what happened quickly yesterday then we're going to go to our menu and get gino involved with a big 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 racing card today at woodbine yesterday at saratoga we had a couple of stakes races the lake placid was won by a spray flavian pratt aboard for chad brown chad brown had another one of those days he did that was his uh, second winner of the day, Esprit winning the Lake Placid. That paid $8.70. Uh, the second place finisher, Surge Capacity, also trained by Chad Brown. Finishing third was Soviet Excess. And Soviet Excess beat out Tax Implication for third. And if Tax, uh, tax Implication could have got up for third, uh, Chad Brown would, would have finished one, two, three. And anyhow, Chad Brown, first and second in the Lake Placid spray. A nice ride by Flavie and Pratt there. Pratt is just riding well at uh, Saratoga right now. And then the Alabama, the grade one centerpiece for three-year-old Phillies at a mile and a quarter. The grade one $600,000 race was the ninth on the card. The winner there was randomized. Went wire to wire, Joel Rosario aboard. And yes, you guessed it. That was also trained by Chad Brown. So Chad Brown has three wins on the day, finishes first and second in the late Placid, and wins both stakes races yesterday at Saratoga. Just another day for Chad Brown. Randomized, gate to wire in the mile and a quarter, paid 1620, outrunning wet paint who finished uh, second, rolling up on the inside, and defining purpose, defining purpose was third. Big day. Rosario had a couple of wins as well. On the card, he gets the Alabama. Pick six paid a little over, uh, well, it paid $7,465 is what it paid yesterday at Saratoga. Big day, as I say again, for Brown. Del Mar, uh, the Del Mar Oaks, won by Anaset, who came from a last or next to last to first. Again, a big closing kick by Anaset. Trained by Leonard Powell, ridden by Umberto Rispoli, paying $3.60 as the favorite in that race. Of course, that was Jerry Jay's play on the show. His link-up, Be Your Best, finished second, so he got the dollar exact at nine forty. And finishing uh, third in the race was Impact Warrior. Uh, that's how they finished in the Del Mar Oaks. And uh, Jonathan Ardoon came with a winner in the 10th race. Tio Maggio, Umberto Rispoli again aboard. $6 even. That was a Phil D'Amato trainee. So, you know, it was a turf race. What else is new? And uh, another note, uh, Dick Mandela had a couple of wins yesterday. Second race winner was John Lendo's pick on the show. So Lendo, Jerry, and uh, Jonathan, after the big day on Friday, came back with winners, three of them on Saturday, yesterday at Del Mar. SEAL team paid five forty. was bet down Dick Mandela trainee. And then later on in the day, in the uh, maiden race for two-year-old fillies, Mandela uncorked a beauty in Tamara. 
she is uh, she is uh, her mommy is beholder so everybody was uh, really excited about seeing Tamara run she broke from the rail went to her knees and uh rolled up on the inside got dirt ca- uh, caught in her face tipped out from the pace setter and went on and ran him down and pulled away she looked good this Tamara in the maiden race yesterday at Del Mar paying 820 of course, that was Dick Mandela's second win of the day. Pay attention to that one. We're talking about maybe Delmar, uh, you know, debutante. And uh, back in the fourth race, another race for two-year-old maiden fillies, uh, the winner there was Flattery, Juan Hernandez aboard, paying 1580 This combination of Juan Hernandez and trainer Peter Urton, who trained Flattery, these two together have won 15 of 20 starts together this year. 75% these guys are hitting together. So when you see Hernandez riding for Erton, you raise your eyebrows. And that, of course, at Del Mar yesterday. And finally, the Philip Islin at uh, Monmouth Park was won by Wheeling Springs. Wheeling Springs, trained by Lindsay Schultz. Jose Ferrer rode paying $20.80, outrunning Trademark and Steel Sunshine. Woodbine yesterday. The Sweetbriar 2 won by... Canadian Sweetheart with Leo Salas aboard paying $75.50 in an upset for trainer Renico Lafond. That was a biggie. And then in the $200,000 grade 2 King Edward, the winner there was War Bomber for Norm McKnight. Rico Walcott, Walcott aboard paying $14.90 outrunning Treason and Lucky Score. And that is just a little taste of what's going to happen today at Woodbine. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. Here's the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Center's racetracks around the country. We remind you, first post times are that of the Pacific Time Zone. So if you're listening here in Las Vegas, these will be the first post times that roll out in our race books that are going to be safe, dry, and comfortable today. If you're listening anywhere else that we uh, stream this show to every corner of the world, like the websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, your devices, your iPhones, or your Androids, or anywhere you get your podcasting, simply put, first post times are Pacific. If you're not in it, adjust to it. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? Yeah. All right, here we go. We begin with Woodbine. Now, Woodbine's first post time is 9 a.m. Look at the clock. Less than a half an hour away now. You got 13 races. The stakes races will roll out like this. The $125,000 Catch a Glimpse, six and a half furlongs on the turf for two-year-old Phillies will be the sixth. Now, this is before scratches, 11 go. And the three-to-one lukewarm favorite in this thing is Living Magic. Then you got the $125,000 soaring free for two-year-olds on the turf at six and a half furlongs. That's the eighth race, 11 go. Wide open affair again. The uh, three-to-one favorite is Rhapsody. Then we get the $200,000 grade two dance smartly at a mile and 16th on the turf for Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up. And the favorite in this race is last year's Queen's Plate winner and Canadian Horse of the Year, Moira. She's 5-2 to two on the morning line with Rafael Hernandez aboard. She goes in the dance smartly. And then the 10th race is the $1 million King's Plate. 
at a mile and a quarter for three-year-olds. A field of 19 have been entered. And you know there's going to be scratches there. This is a wide-open affair. Kalik is the three-to-one favorite with Kazuchi Kamura aboard. But boy, this race is rich in producing a nice payoff. All right, so those are the stakes races, five. You got 13 races overall. You got a mandatory payoff in the jackpot high five today, standing at $337,493.68, mandatory. So the jackpot provision is off. And you have guaranteed pools today in the early pick five for 100 grand, the middle pick five, and the late pick four and late pick five at guarantees of 250000 Going to be a great day at Woodbine. First post time is 9 a.m. Gino is standing by. Laurel Park is next. They have nine races at Laurel today. Their first post time. By, uh, by the way, uh, Woodbine has a regular pick five carryover going into it at 81774 Wanted to mention that. And the pick six jackpot carryover there, 13931 with all the guarantees and all that other good stuff there at Woodbine. Okay, now we get back to Laurel. Laurel Park, first post time today, 925 for nine races. After that comes Monmouth Park from the shores of New Jersey. Monmouth has ten races. The feature today is the $200,000 sorority for two-year-old fillies at a mile. Uh, this will be the eighth race on the card. Nine to five favorite there is Wine on Tap with Tim McCarthy aboard. That's Monmouth Park today. Ten races. And a first post time at Monmouth. First post time there is at uh, 9.40. Okay, next comes Ellis Park. Nine races at Ellis. Pick six jackpot carryover, 86,177. And they also have a super high five carryover of $2,137. First post time, Ellis Park for nine races, 9.45. Gulfstream Park. Their rainbow pick six carryover at Gulfstream Park. Well, it was a mandatory payoff yesterday, so it starts anew today. But they do have a super high five carryover of $7,413. First post time for the nine races, $9.50. Then we go to Saratoga. You already heard about Saratoga. Track fast, turf courses are good, cloudy, 72 degrees, ninth race off the turf. Races one and four on the Mellon Turf Course. Races three and six on the Inner Turf Course. All right, ten races today. The feature race is the $150,000 Bolton Landing Stakes for two-year-old fillies on the Mellon Turf Course. The fourth race on the card is five and a half furlongs. Six go to the post in that one. And the eight to five favorite there is Missed Waves with Irate Ortiz Jr. First post time with the ten races today at Saratoga is at one uh, 10-10. 10-10 first post time at Saratoga. Canterbury Park is next. They have seven races. Canterbury Park gets underway at 11.05. Hawthorne Race Course. Seven races. Just seven today at Hawthorne. They got a super high five jackpot carryover, $1,453. And uh, Hawthorne's first post time is at 12.30. Prairie Meadows is next. Prairie Meadows, 11 races. Five quarter horse races. First five on the card. Two of them will be stakes races. Then you'll have six thoroughbreds. That'll make up the 11 races today at uh, Prairie Meadows. Pick five jackpot carryover, 3,624. First post time, 2 p.m. Emerald Downs in the Great Northwest. Emerald Downs has 11 races today. 11 races today at Emerald. 
and uh, their first post time at Emerald Down today is at 2 p.m. as well. Then we go to Louisiana Downs. Louisiana Downs has a uh, pick six jackpot carry over 2,288 bucks. First post time for seven races, 205. Ferndale, Ferndale, Northern California Racing, Ferndale. Seven races, first race is a quarter horse race, last six are thoroughbreds, that'll be the seven race card. Carryovers at Ferndale, super high five jackpot, 7,442. Pick six jackpot, 10,522. And that is your menu for today. And as we said, Los Alamitos and Del Mar have canceled. They're preparing for the storm. All righty. That's, uh, that's the field. When we come back, right after this break, we're going to have Gina Buccalo and Ernie Perry's Clocker Report picks for Woodbine. Don't go away. Racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. All right, back on race day, Las Vegas. Time to go north of the border at Woodbine. Standing by, Gino Buccalo. Gino, good morning. Oh, good morning. You are hitting on all of the big, big action today at Woodbine. I'm really excited. There are so many huge pools to play into, and they start right in race number two. You were mentioning there's a pick five carryover from yesterday. There's a $100,000 guarantee in the early pick five pool in race two. Today, they'll have mandatory payouts in the pick six, mandatory payouts in the jackpot high five. There's three total pick fives, and the one that you and I are going to talk a bunch about is an all-stakes pick five that starts in race number six, and it ends with the king's plate, which is going to have a field of 17 when they line up. I think two of them were also eligible, so... Uh, it is going to be an awesome Sunday, and I'm really looking forward to diving in with you. All right, let's get started. Sixth race, catch a glimpse, Stakes. Sixth race is the catch a glimpse. Uh, keep in mind, there are a couple horses that are cross-entered in this race and in a li- another race later on the card, which was race number eight. The horses who I like in here the most are the five and the ten. Those two are going to be on all exotics for me. Let's start out with the number ten, Rosa. She debuted on July 8th. She was a very impressive winner that day. She came from 7th of 8th in that field, so it was visually impressive. And now she's going to try the turf. She is bred for the turf. She's a half to a horse who won four times on the grass. She's also worked on the turf. I think you want to use Rosa, no doubt about it. And the other one for me was ready to jam. She was a very, very impressive winner. She was right on the lead, and she took back a little. She sat off, and she moved through a tight spot. Uh, For me, in this race, fives and tens will be on all of my tickets. All right. The $150,000 bull venture at six and a half furlongs, three-year-olds and up is the seventh race. Yep, and this one uh, patches O'Houlihan. That's the name of a dodgeball character, for those of you fans of the movie Dodgeball. That's the horse to catch in here. But he will be stepping up. He's going to try to go farther than he's ever had to go. And he will be facing tougher company. The horse who I really like in this spot 
is to the outside, number 10, Super Watson. This horse is sharp. He has won five of his last 10 races. In his last 10, eight of them, he's finished in the top three. One of them, when he didn't, he finished fourth. And the other race, he ran on the turf. So he is as sharp as can be. He just beat a couple of these common rivals. Right. I think he sits a nice trip from the outside. Super Watson, the number 10. All right. Now, in addition to your uh, going over these races with us, uh, Ernie Perry's Clocker Report has a pick in this race. We'll give it out now. Ernie Perry's Clocker Report likes the two flag of honor at 10 to 1. He said the horse breezed in 59 has had rapid works, and he thinks uh, the horse is ready to perform well. So he likes the two flag of honor at 10 to 1 in the bowl, would, bowl venture. And that's I would compliment seven. that and, and tell folks, if you're playing pick, fo- uh, pick fives, make sure to use flag of honor. This is a wild card. He is coming in from Australia where he last raced. And mm-hmm. if you were able to look at his most recent race in Australia, yep. he looks like a really handy type. So throw him in your pick fives. He's 10 to 1 on the morning line. All right. Then we go to the eighth race, the soaring free for two-year-olds on the turf at six and a half furlongs. Uh, how do you see this? Yeah, you know, there's really not that much speed in this race. That will make Rhapsody pretty tough from the inside. So I think she's a horse you do want to use. Uh, there are two that are on my radar, though, I want to mention that are big prices. The number six is 20 to one on the morning line, four strong wins. He made a big move into the lead, and then he just faded. He got a little bit tired. He moved early that day, but that was against Ready to Jam, who we just talked about early on. So I think that was a, a really good effort. And the number seven, Triple Trey. This one will be trying to turf for the first time. His dam never raced on the grass, but he does have a sibling that raced on the turf. And he went over to Saratoga and faced pretty tough company in his last start. So I think both the six and the seven are kind of fun long shots that could offer you some really nice value in the soaring free. All right. I just got an update on scratches and uh, flag of honor has been scratched by the stewards in the seventh race. Take out the two flag of honor. So Ernie's first uh, clocker report uh, is out, but he has a couple in the uh, King's plate and we'll move ahead to the King's plate. But before we do that, the $200,000 grade to dance smartly on the turf. Phillies and Mares three years and up at a mile and 16th features last year's Canadian horse of the year and the Queen's plate winner, Mora. Yeah, and, you know, Moira was so good last year at three. She hasn't really seemed like she's taken the step forward this year as a four-year-old. And I think because she's so popular, everybody knows her from this day last year when she won the Kings, uh, when she won the Queen's Plate, when she beat the boys, I think she's going to always be a little bit overbet and maybe a little bit overvalued in a lot of her races. So I'm going to take a swing against her. I don't think there's that much speed in this race. And the way it plays out in my head, Mr. Karras, the nine, goes to the lead, but I think the seven, Salima, sits a perfect trip, sitting just behind Mr. Karras. Salima will make her second start of the year. She's going to make her second start as a four-year-old. She beat two next-out winners in her last race, and she ships in for Chad Brown. You mentioned Chad Brown's success yesterday. We know how good he does in these turf route races. I think Salima might be a horse that I single in my pick five, and I build a lot of exotics around. I think she's going to get a great trip today. All right. That's the seven Salima in the ninth going right against Moira in the dance smartly. Then we have the main event, the $1 million King's Plate at a mile and a quarter for three-year-olds. And uh, in this uh, 10th race, scratch 16, 18, I make that 16 and 19. 16, El Cohedi, and uh, the 19, Runaway Charlie, are out. 
And for those of you who um, follow along with racing in the United States, the King's Plate, which was which was named the Queen's Plate previously, yeah, right. is the Canadian Kentucky Derby. It's for the three year olds, and we talked about this race earlier in the year for the th- uh, earlier in the week uh, for a lot of these three year olds who have qualified to get into this race. Seventeen horses lighting up in this field, just like we see with a field of twenty for the Derby. So many directions to go, but I'll tell you, the, the, my real approach in this race. I like the Chad Brown runner in race number nine. I'm going to be against Kalik in here. Chad Brown ships in Kalik. This horse has never been on the synthetic surface before. I think he's a little one-dimensional. I think he wants to be close up. So I'm going to play against him. Some of the horses who are definitely going to be in the mix for me, Cal Kokaipu, who's so, so consistent. He's so honest. He will be forwardly placed. He was a runner up in the Marine last time out. He's definitely in the mix for me. I mentioned Wickenheiser when we were on your show last time. She's a Philly, and the Phillies have done really well in this race. They've won five of the last 12, and there have been 38 female winners in the 163-year history of this race. Wickenheiser will make the third start of the year. She's going to come flying late. She just needs a little bit of racing luck. Mm-hmm. It's just such a great field here. A horse like Touch and Ride is another big price. He's actually has the best buyer speed figure of any horse in this race. Those will be the starting horses for me in here. But man, in a field of 17 like this, so many directions to go. All right. Let me give you some more notes on this race. Uh, Jonathan Ardoon made a sheet today for Woodbine, and one of his three key horses of the day comes in this race, and it is number 11, Touch and Ride. That's his top selection of one of the key horses on the sheet today for Jonathan Ardoon in the 10th race, the Kings plate the 11. Ernie Perry has Major. Ernie Perry has two uh, clocker report picks to put in the mix. One of them is number two, Elysian Field, at uh, eight to one with the uh, Savaccia board. He said the horse worked forty six point sixty and galloped out in one twelve point eight zero. Had a fantastic workout. Was supplemented by Mark Cassie, who's won two plates already. This is a supplement by Mark Cassie. And the other horse that he likes that he's putting in there is the 7 Velocitor, 30-1 to 1 with Justin Stein aboard. He thinks this is a good long shot to make the mix, the 7 Velocitor. Worked 46.80, galloped out 112.60, continues strong, uh, strong in the morning. He's, he believes he's a, le- a live long shot for trainer Kevin Attard. So he likes the seven. So already we have a spread of the yep. two, seven, Between. eight, eleven, and fifteen. It tells you how competitive this race is. It is so much fun. If you're a handicapper gambler who loves to to play these types of races, it is contentious. There are so many different ways to go. And in this race ends one pick five, but it also starts the late pick four that has a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar guarantee. So maybe if you've struggled in the races leading up to the King's Plate, don't worry. You can actually start a pick four right here and go from the King's Plate to races 10, 11, 12, 13. And how about this? I'll even give you another horse after the King's Plate that I like in the 11th race that you can throw into some of your exotics and you can maybe build. And uh, that is the number one secretary of the Nile in race number 11. This is a horse who I had followed along a, a little bit last year. And as a three-year-old filly, she was good. She just hadn't been able to put it all together and win. She was second a couple times. She was third another time. She showed speed. Now she's kind of shown us that she has some speed. She can sit off a little bit. 
and she gets the inside draw, she's going to make the third start of the year. A lot of times, the third start of the year or the third start of a horse's form cycle is when they show their best because they're the most fit and they're, they've really progressed. So Secretary of the Nile for me, the number one in race number 11 is one of my better plays on the day. I got to tell you, Gino, there are so many ways of going here that, uh, you know, it's going to be a day where if you connect the dots, you're going to make money. It's a great card today at Woodbine. I understand the weather is just fine up there. Uh, we got a post time in about 12 minutes to open it up in the first race. You know, uh, we already told you about the guaranteed pools and all the uh, pick fours and pick fives and mandatories, etc. plus the King's Plate, which is a wide open race. I think at the end, you can look back at the King's Plate and there will be one common denominator to the horse that won, and that's going to be the trip. Yep. In a big field like that, it's always going to be the trip. It's not necessarily the best horse that wins these races like we see in the Derby plenty of times. Who's yeah. going to be able to navigate that big field and the traffic? Whoever you're playing out there, I hope they get the good trip. And I hope at the end of the day, you're all cashing some tickets and making some money. And I love talking the races with you here. Any Anytime you need any place you want to talk races for, you just give me a ring and we'll do our best. I got to tell you, Gino, we can tell by the enthusiasm behind you that you love this sport and you do the homework as well. We want to thank you so much for covering Woodbine today for us. And uh, we will. We'll tap you on the show in the future. No doubt about it. Thanks a lot, my man beautiful looking forward to it everybody you have a fantastic sunday and if you're anywhere in southern california stay safe that weather is pretty scary out here with a hurricane uh, i know so let's i make know some money yep that's for sure we'll be right back uh, rich ang we still have to get and jonathan hardoon's place and jerry jackowitz as well don't go away want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book south point casino's race book has the answer Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, we got a little bit more to do for you before we send you out the door. Don't forget to be very careful out there if you're uh, in the areas uh, for the, uh, the weather in Southern California. It's in Southwest, really. Okay, we're going to bring in uh, Rich Ang right now. Richie, uh, no Del Mar, so you uh, switched over to Monmouth for today. Yeah, Monmouth is a track I know very well, and uh, also I wanted to get a track where uh, I, I thought all the grass races would stay on <laughs> for sure, so, mm -hmm. so I picked Monmouth Park. All righty. Well, uh, wh what are we doing today there at Monmouth? we got the sorority for two-year-old fillies. Yeah, you know, the favorite of the uh, Schuylerville shipped down for Todd Fletcher, the number seven wine on tap, and 
sure looks like the race goes through her. Uh, Trevor McCarthy gets the ride, but uh, she finished fourth in the Schuylerville as a even money favorite, and now she's running in the sorority. But uh, she looks awfully tough. If I was going to throw in a price play to, to use with that horse, uh, take a look at the number eight, a classy mischief. It's a maiden being shipped down from Gary Contessa, also from Saratoga. Mm-hmm. But the key for me is Paco Lopez. Paco Lopez. So, uh, <laughs> yep. So seven eight might be an interesting combination, and that's in the eighth race at Monmouth. The seven eight combination there. Where are we going with the pick? Let's go to the last race. Paco Lopez is live all day long, and uh, let's see if he can finish up with another win in the tenth. The five box of chocolates just got claimed by Wayne Potts. Really spotted in a nice spot to, to quite frankly, uh, overwhelm this field. Twenty five win plays two for the ROI. Number five box of chocolates in the tenth. All right, uh, Richie, in the uh, 10th and final race, Monmouth, this uh, five horse is the uh, play, number five. And don't forget that uh, he has a full sheet for Monmouth right now at the racedaylasvegas.com website. All right, uh, be be careful, stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Yep, all the lawn furniture is put away, Ralph. If the winds come in, uh, nothing's going to blow away. All right, you got it. Thanks a lot, Richie. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All right, now we're going to go to uh, Jerry Jackowitz uh, standing by, I do believe. Is this Jerry? Yes, it is, Ralph. Good morning. I, I hope you're hunkering down as well, there, Jerry. Well, um, I'm, I'm, I guess I am, but it's <laughs> not raining up here in Summerlin. Yeah, all not, that hard. It's just been a nice, gentle yeah. drizzle for like a day. It's coming, though. You know that. All right, real quick, I want to give out uh, Jonathan Hardoon's place, and then we'll go to yours to wrap up this show before we send everybody out and enjoy themselves in nice, climate-controlled, safe race books today here in Las Vegas. <laughs> Uh, go to Saratoga. Actually, uh, since people, uh, since Richie gave the uh, Monmouth, we'll stay at Monmouth. You probably have the sheet in front of you. Jonathan has a play at Monmouth. At Monmouth Park today, Jonathan in the third race likes the six. Hi, hello, how are you? Number six, hi, hello, how are you, is uh, Jonathan Hardoon's play in the third race, the six horse. want to remind everybody that Jonathan does have a full sheet for Monmouth Park today, as well as Woodbine. He did Woodbine for everybody as well. And, of course, he has Saratoga. And at Saratoga, Jonathan comes in the 10th and final race. His 10th and final race uh, horse is number two, Conquest. And number two, Conquest, uh, is uh, Jonathan's play with uh, Torres aboard. The two in the 10th race is Jonathan's play at Saratoga. And we want to thank both uh, Jonathan and yourself and uh John Lendo for winners yesterday at Del Mar. So you guys are uh, continuing on a little hot, a bit of a hot streak, and we're going to take some more from you today. Yeah, and uh, just uh, w- w- one more. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, get the power pages, get your star horses, get your V horses. They all came in. Yes, they all did their job. So uh, I do believe so, yes. As a matter yeah. of fact, uh, looking uh, at the sheet yesterday, uh, the uh, the star horse Duke of Hazard won the tenth race, paying twenty one twenty, and uh, your V's were 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 right in there and in the mix as well. So it, it was uh, you're, you're seeing the ball well right now. Uh, right. Jerry. at Del Mar, we had Sugar Sugar fourteen forty and Tamara six dollars and uh, yeah yeah we had Uncle Oscar come in second, pay twelve forty for second. Those were all just star horses. That so. Tamara boy, she is uh, she her mama is. Horse. Her mama's beholder, so you know that was going to happen, right? Well, you know, I I hate to, I don't, I don't. You normally give stars based upon the who the mother and father is. That's not how I do it, uh-huh. but I did in that case. Okay, 
<laughs> and, it was, so uh, and it was and uh, it was it uh, was a good that you did. <laughs> yeah, Beholder. She's you know the, she rated to have a good a good, a good fest. Uh, prodigy, so yeah, no that's question. what we got. It was a fun day. Uh, you know, offspring of Beholder uh, wins uh, a maiden race in very, very impressive style. You had Fernando Toro getting his uh, plaque. You had uh, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Trevor Denman getting the Lafitte Pinkai Jr. Uh, plaque uh, for his recognition in racing. And uh, even uh, Pat Valenzuela was uh, cited on the backstretch just uh, walking a horse and having some fun. Oh, yeah. he's walking horses. So I'm yeah, he said he just wanted to participate in the backstretch because he loved horses. That's all. Good for him. All we, right. always, we always wish him well. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Are we going to get a couple of picks or any for Saratoga? Then? Yeah, why not? Let's go to the first race today, Ralph. Number In the first race, number nine, Lady Firefoot uh, really tracks my eyes. It's coming off a layoff for uh, Pat Reynolds and... Uh, Boy, I like the horse a lot. Six to one makes sense. Carmouche up. We'll take the nine in race number one. Make a good win place bet here. Play the nine with the one, four, five, and seven. Do reverses, but the nine in race one. All right. So we have uh, first race, 10-10 in the morning here in Las Vegas. First race, the nine over one, four, five, seven, and reverse. $2 ROI on the nine in the first race at Saratoga. And uh, what about a bonus play? Number seven. This is my feature play of the day. It's Sundays with Sandy from Michelle Nevin. Again, Kendra Karmushup. And uh, this is just, this is some good old fashioned handicapping. This horse, all of a sudden, on June 11th and then again on July 7th, ran numbers that were better than she's ever run before, indicating to me that Michelle Nevin found something about this horse. And now this is like a new horse. And Four to one seems very, very nice. I'll take the nine here. Again, we're on the nine horse in race seven. We'll play the nine over the three, five, excuse me, three, four, five, and ten. Do reverses, but the nine. Sundays with Sandys. That pops out for me. All right. And uh, Kendra Carmouche also aboard this one. So you think uh, Kendra's going to at least have a double today, right? I saw it feels that way to me. <laughs> right. Maybe not- a triple. Yeah, maybe even more. Uh, the nine over three, four, five, and ten, and reverse the nine to the key in the seventh race at Saratoga. Now, I want to remind everybody that uh, Jerry J's Power Pages for Saratoga available right now, jerryjspowerpage.com. And, Jerry, uh, with uh, the uh, ninth race as the only one coming off the turf today, uh, did, uh, are the Power Page set up for that? Not really, except that my top-rated horse has a P, so maybe that's a good thing. But we don't even know if it's going to be fast or if that it's horse probably is going to be fast. Yeah. If that horse is uh, quality G, that horse has been yeah. scratched. Oh, okay. So we don't even, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's a nine-race card. I, I mean, I just think it's it's stupid. They can run four races, but they can't run five. It just makes no sense. Yeah, I guess so. And by the way, folks, uh, the scratch is just coming in. Uh, Jonathan Hardoon's play in the tenth race at Saratoga Conquest has been scratched as well, so you got the two Conquest out of the tenth uh, race as well. So uh, no harm, no foul there. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up by saying that uh, everybody we want that's hearing us within the warning area of this this storm, just be careful out there. Hunker down. Be safe. Be careful. Enjoy the races. Great cards at Woodbine, Saratoga, except for maybe one race or two there. And uh, we'll all uh, reconvene on Wednesday, God willing, and the Crick don't rise on Wednesday morning. Go ahead and say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody.